got pizza stuck in my teeth. No, there's a toothpick that actually Jane introduced me to that helps get under. She has dentures that are screwed into her jaw. Uh-huh. And um, she has problems getting underneath of there. So she actually introduced me to toothpicks that we got at Costco. And now I'm obsessed with them. Um, I use like, well, normally I don't use my Cricut weeding tool to get pizza stuck out from my teeth, but it's currently mm. the only thing I have because I've got on fake nails, which and you don't want to destroy does those. not, well, I mean, you can't, I mean, they're thick, they're thick. So I can't yeah. like in my you teeth. Did you get your nails done? No, I did these myself. Ah, okay. I got you. They are, gotcha. um, glamnetic. Oh yeah. They're. They're like moon and like they're a little witchy, which I know is I totally see. the wrong season, but you know, whatever. Hey, it's um, witch season okay. every season for me. Yeah, it's it's spoopy season all year long. So yeah. while, while exactly. I'm wearing my Santa Paws uh, t-shirt and my Christmas bow necklace and my, my uh, Christmas lights necklace, you know. It's fine. Hmm. I've got champagne really bubbly good. or rosé glasses on, so. And who is wearing those glasses? <sighs> Rin is wearing these glasses from Pear Eyewear. Tammy is not, not wearing your glasses. <laughs> but together we are. I love a good rabbit hole. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Um, wait, is that right? So yeah, yeah, I got a tattoo right. today. I was supposed to get it back in November, but like they took away the ability at my old job, my old job, well, that's so weird to say, um, at my old job, they took away the ability to take off the last two weeks of November and December. So they put a vacation freeze on those dates, which wasn't that's very nice, nice of them. And uh, like, well, you, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> basically. Um, and uh, so I couldn't get, I couldn't get the time off to go get it at right after Thanksgiving um, or right before Thanksgiving because that was when the Doctor Who 60th anniversary was. So shout out to all my Whovians. I got my Doctor Who 60th anniversary tattoo to go along with my 50th anniversary tattoo. What'd you the get other one the is Addie. Addie pose. Ah, okay. Did you ever see that episode? It was the first one with Donna Noble. Yeah. Where the fat just walks away. Yeah. Yeah, I got a tattoo of an Addie pose. Nice. Wearing a fez with um, 3D glasses on. So it's a little homage to David Tennant and Matt Smith. Yeah. Nicely. I like it. Yeah. So. Speaking of uh, reasons to leave your job. Right. I hear you have some reasons. I do. I have horrible bosses. You do have horrible bosses. Horrible human beings. I mean, I would safely say that former bosses that I have had, I've had good bosses but i've had some pretty horrible ones too oh yeah me too i've had some great bosses i mean i have a really good one right now i'm very thankful for her but i'm um, sorry there's a plane going overhead that's okay so tonight um while it is 6 39 p.m on the 13th of november just december pick a month blurp <laughs> december i am drinking a triple venti sugar-free vanilla latte and Another and slimer. And a slimer, a slimer energy drink. Nice. Maybe. There it goes. Fuck me. <laughs> Sorry, Heather. Sorry, Heather. It still tastes like Flintstones. 
like kiwi flintstones kiwi with flintstones. coffee this is a very interesting combo i wonder what it, it tastes like, like with vanilla vodka okay hold please what was that that was my neighbor so i'm gonna go ahead and shut my window what were your neighbors doing um scraping something yeah. they do a lot of stuff with like their um their beds they have a rock bed in their backyard as part of their thing oh, okay. and i think they were trying to like scrape up the gravel with a like snow you said they do a lot of things with their beds and i'm like <laughs> bow chicka bow wow flower bed flower bed Yes. Yeah, I, I'm not a pervert. I'm just occasionally a 16 year old boy who assumes anytime you talk about people in their bed, they doing the dirty. The, okay. So speaking of dirty, everyone's dirty, had that dirty. one boss, right? That person that makes going to work every day miserable. Not coworkers or customers, but those at the head of your department. These are the people who are supposed to have open doors and supposed to be a team driven, but instead they are the one that gives you the stank eye or the one that never gives you a kind word. Micromanagers and distant people who don't care what you have to say. The kind of person who thinks that you can't do anything right. Here are some stories that have been shared. You know what? Huh? I'm going to interrupt you a few times. I'm sorry. Oh, interrupt A horrible me. boss is a boss that says, trust but verify. Yeah. A horrible boss is somebody who continually says lead from the front while they work remote. Yes. A horrible yeah. oh, boss. There are so many examples. Is somebody who says, well, the training wheels are coming off. Yeah. I'm not a fucking child. Apparently so. we are. So this is my personal experience. This was my one boss that I, I had to share. And I am going to call him the hell out because he was a dick so personally i've had a curmudgeon his name was bill he should have retired 15 years before i even started working there as security by the way i'm also gonna i'm also gonna call out names chinook wins casino and resort you can suck a big fat one. Oh, i'm not um, gonna call out any names oh I, I am um i was on graveyard and they asked if i could do an extra four hours to help cover the day shift we already worked 10 hour shifts I was joking around with my graveyard supervisor, and when he said something smart, I stuck my tongue out at him. It was a juvenile thing to do, but I did it anyway because it was Chris, and he was cool with it. I mean, a simple little, uh. Oh, yeah. Or, mm. uh, That's exactly what it was. I looked at him and went, mm, and then turned around and walked away. Well, at least I tried to. Um, so, I stuck my tongue out at it. Bill saw this and began screaming at me in front of not only my graveyard supervisor, two other day shift supervisors and about five other security guards that I worked with. He said, and I quote, if you're going to disrespect your sup superiors, then you can get the hell out. I looked at one of my coworkers and asked, is he serious? He just shrugged and said, apparently. Then Bill continued to scream at me, asking me why I was still standing there. I clocked out and went home. My graveyard supervisor, the one that I stuck my tongue out at, called me when I got home asking if I was okay and explaining that Bill was from a different time where insubordination was not tolerated. I accepted his apology, but I never worked another day shift for the rest of my five years there. Bill apologized later in the week, but I was pretty much done with him. Like, no, yeah, I'm not okay. That Just like, I mean... I've done, like, I've done all this, like, so many times, like, I would ask, oh, can I have the day off? And my boss would be like, no. And I'll be like, I'm taking it. Right? Exactly. You We've know, all done I that. Mean, Especially when we have really good rapports with our direct supervisors. 
Right. Like, it's just being silly, you know? I mean, that's the only way you can get through the day is to be a little silly. Especially after working 10 hours and now I have to work an additional four. Not only that, but you guys are the ones who asked me to work those additional four hours and I volunteered. So guess what? Never fucking again. Ever. And I didn't. (laughs) Right. Right. You go, girl. I didn't. Yeah. So that was mine. And that the whole Bill was from a different time. Apparently, Bill came from military. Well, guess what? I grew up an army brat, so I know about insubordination in the military and how you're not supposed to do it. However, it wasn't directed Keyword, at him. Brat. Yeah, it wasn't directed at him. We're not in the fucking military right now. I was talking to my immediate supervisor, so you can give your balls a tug, douchebag. Oh, Gross. That is a terrible a phrase. Don't ever use it again. No, don't ever. No, no. Mm, no. <laughs> Letter Kenny. I love Get Letter bent. Kenny. And Shorzy. Who's Letter Kenny? Letter Kenny. Who's Ann Shorzy? It's a spinoff of Letter Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Again, you're anyway. speaking like a foreign language. Like to me, it's like you're saying, wor- like, I really want to be like, you're really cute. And I think you're talking to me, but I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> It's a TV show. It's a line from a TV show. And then it's the TV show spinoff. So, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. All right. It just, it, so this one says, and most of these, by the way, come from BuzzFeed. Um, this one says, I was an assistant to a spoiled person. Her dad wanted her to take over the business. He was an insurance agent. And she wanted to save the kids from cancer. So my job was to call people to remind them of their monthly payments and in passing, try to convince them to donate to the cause. I could do it. I've had worse jobs. But she would sit next to me all day, observing how I worked, telling me off for not saying exactly what she wanted me to say, but not telling me what she wanted me to say. She would drone on about her rich friends while I was trying to make calls, would get mad if I interrupted her to make a call, and at the end of the day, she'd tell me off for making so few calls. Also, her idea, excuse me, her idea, idea? To save, yeah, her idea to save kids from cancer was to paint the wall of the hospital full of Disney characters. It was painted with Bugs Bunny and friends. And according to her, Disney would heal the kids faster. When I quit, I blurted everything out. She was so mad. She got up, pushed my chair out of the office and into the lobby got in the way so I wouldn't grab my purse until I told her I would call the police. Then she threw the purse at me and didn't let me get my office stuff like my mug, notebook, pens, and even the stapler that I had bought because she didn't provide me with any office supplies. If you are spoiled enough to actually prevent somebody from leaving an office, you need to be bitch slapped and then have your ovaries removed. Right. Because you don't just appropriate who treats someone like that? No idea. Like, that's just shitty. I mean, uh, and, yeah. I mean, mm, nah. kids don't care if it's Disney or Warner Brothers or made up. Right? They just like bright and cheerful. Exactly. And then you're going to stand in my way so I can't move. Bitch, I will physically move you. Right? Understand that. Sorry. Bur- um, It's all right. This one's cute. Uh, oop. Once. Oop, bless you. Once I worked as a hairdresser at Selly's in Brighton, the owner wasn't a hairdresser, more of an entrepreneur. Anyway, we were driving in the car between salons, he owned three, and I told him I was gay. His response was that he'd allow it. I was thinking, what the fuck, you'll allow it? First off, 
I'm a hairdresser. Of course I'm gay. Secondly, you'll allow it like you have any fucking choice. And that's all. <laughs> it's like, but you'll I, allow it. I'm just like, you'll allow it. Like, I mean, first of all, I don't think you can fire somebody based on them being gay. Uh, second of all, why did the person... Classes? So, but my question is, is why did the person feel the need to disclose their gayness to their boss? I mean, not that we have I the don't. answer. I mean, but that's just like a really, like, that's a really weird, weird, bloop, weird segue to be like, oh, we just passed exit 58. By the way, I'm gay. It's like, pass the salt. I'm gay. <laughs> I don't, I mean, how do, do you. Want you Arby's or McDonald's for lunch? I'm gay. Like, what? <laughs> I have well, no I would idea, assume that but that unless you're a lesbian, you don't want Arby's. This is true. Um, Beef curtains. <laughs> they have the meats. Um, I, mm. I don't know. Either way, I mean, if I was a, a supervisor and somebody was like, hey, by the way, I'm gay. Good on you. Get after it. Do you need Pride Week off? What's happening? I mean, I, the first words out of my mouth are not going to be, I'll allow it. Like. Right. right. I mean, that doesn't even cross my mind. It would be like, can we hang pride flags together? Or be like, I, right. I have a an ally flag in front of my house. Like, BT dubs, um, you can't fire me because I just disclosed to you I was gay. So you're going to have to allow it. Otherwise, I'm suing your ass and I'll own all three of these hairdressing salons. Right. So, you know, and then I'll make that. them cute. Hello. Right. Yeah. I'm going to change can all I tell you three something names. That absolutely. Flavors. <laughs> Can I tell you something that absolutely pisses me off about gay men? Tell me. Like, just just one thing that just irritates the crap out of me. And it's not all gay men, because I know all gay men don't do this. But the gay men who wear makeup and can do, like, eyebrows and, like, a fleek <laughs> eyeliner. And I'm over here using a stamping tool. Like, why is it not in my genetics? Why does it? Why did they get it in their <laughs> genetics? I often ask myself that question too, because drag queens are the same way, whether they're gay or not. I'm like, how do you get the ability to get an eyeliner that slays like a cat eyeliner? Like it is the sharpest and they're, they are related. Like both eyes, right? like they, they look there. They don't look like distant cousins. They look like sisters. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's like um, excuse me. I was born with ovaries and I can't do it that good. Mm -mm. I can't even do it yeah. with a stamping tool that good. Inevitably, <laughs> one's always slightly crooked. It's always Sucks. slightly crooked. <laughs> Actually, I, I, oh my gosh, by the way, mm. I've befriended a former drag queen. Nice. I'm so happy to finally have somebody who's like gay in my life. It's so good. Maybe they can teach you. Maybe. <laughs> Be like, Zach, miss, can you teach me? I miss having a little gay boy. I miss Joshy. Oh, Joshy. My little midget. You want to beg? <laughs> I do. I do want a big. Or a fork and knife. A fork and knife. Yeah. God, I love yeah. Josh. Yeah. So anyway. Good. Okay. So um, this one I can relate to because I have worked in kitchens. And no matter what, the head of the kitchen is a dick. End of. Period. Yes. I worked in a kitchen at a retirement home. I was the morning oh. cook and became good friends with the night cook before he got promoted to head chef. I even attended his wedding with my partner and overall had a good time. Shortly after he got promoted, he started to get more and more lazy. Big surprise. I'd have to stay later in the day to make sure all the orders were put away. He'd sit outside and smoke for an hour at a time. I put up with it for a few months. 
When I told him that my partner was pregnant and my son was due in July, all he said was, oh man, that better not fuck up my birthday weekend. What? Yeah, exactly. Fast forward to when my partner went into labor at 4.30 a.m. I called my boss and told him I wouldn't make it to work seeing as my son was being born. He called me at 5.30 a.m. asking if my son was born yet, and when I told him no, he asked if I could come in for a few hours while we waited. When I told him no, he had a hissy fit over the phone and hung up. On my first day back, he brought me into his office and wrote me up for missing shifts. I quit and thankfully got a new job right away, but it took him three months to give me my vacation pay, and he only did so when I went to the labor board. Damn. There's always that joke. You can't fire somebody for paternity. No. No, unless you cannot. I guess, like, unless I guess the company doesn't give paternity. Like, some companies don't give paternity. They give maternity, but not paternity. Yeah. Um, well, most places now will actually split the maternity leave between the mother and the father. Mm-hmm. So, like, the mother can take the first half off to heal and get used to having the baby and the father can take the second half off to make For sure. Bonding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like a lot of places do that now, but that's just ridiculous. I, I mean, there's that, there's a long running joke of um, I'm calling out sick. Yeah. But can you come to work? No, I'm calling out sick. You don't have to tell them why you're calling out. All you have to tell them is that you're not coming in. Yeah. They can ask. And, and it's like the fact that he got yanked in as soon as he got back and got written up. Oh, I'd have that guy's testicles deep frying. <clears throat> I will admit one time there was a girl who's like, I'm going to use my last hour and a half of uh, sick time uh, to go home sick. And I was like, you've still got two months left. Are you sure you want to burn all of that right now? What if you actually get sick? Right. And she's like, yeah, I just want to go home. I'm like, okay. All right. Go home, then. It's up to you, man. I mean, I just, like, I wanted her to, like, rethink it and make sure she was sure she wanted to, because, like, she still had, like, two and a half months to go, and yeah, but no, that was nothing left. That That's different when you asked her if you were sure. You were doing it to look out for her. You weren't doing it because you're a lazy dick. No. I ain't got no that's dick. That's the big difference. <laughs> okay, you're a lazy pair of ovaries. How about that? That's the difference. Hey, man. Whatever you do, don't put ovaries in your mouth. Yeah, 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 because they pop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so what? <laughs> Isn't wasn't that part of your? No, they were just um, a choking hazard. Oh, they were just a choking hazard. I for some reason I thought that they popped because they were filled with something, or was that something else that was filled with? Um, I don't know. Filled with something that made people sick. Cyanide. You know what? <clears throat> oh no, it had salmonella. It was the salmonella. Um, Okay. The alien toys. Oh, okay. You know what, though? That's actually a really good insult. Go choke on a pair of ovaries. Yeah. I mean, that's better than choke on some testicles, because, like, who wants that's to put true. that shit in their mouth? Um, our friends Eli and Desi have a sign that hangs on their fridge that says, Would you kindly please go ingest a bag of Richards? Mmm. I actually yeah. bought one of my team members um, uh, an enamel pin that said, Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Nicely. I like it. <laughs> yeah she loved it she died laughing she's like you're the best boss ever like no See? boss would literally yeah. buy that you're not a horrible boss <laughs> no i wasn't i i spoiled my team rotten 
Um, okay. When I was an intern at a PR firm, my manager would make me run personal errands, pick up dry cleaning, ship things, drive her and her friends to SXSW events, etc. I don't know what that is, but whatever. Um, she would get my attention by calling me intern at more than one offsite team building event where alcohol was served. She not only pressured me to drink and made fun of me when I didn't give in, but she also told me at length about her recent sexual exploits with a married real estate agent. Needless to say, when they asked me to stay on full time, I politely declined. I could see that. Me too. Yeah. So side tangent. And again, I'm going to call people out because I got no dirt in my laundry. Um, at the sheriff's office, Umatilla County Sheriff's Office in Pendleton, Oregon, by the way. Um, the reason I was fired was because I stepped up and told the dispatcher that I worked with, Carrie Roberts, who was married to an officer, Officer Roberts of Pendleton Police Department, was sleeping with the sheriff. And I told her that if I didn't learn that it was done, that I would go to her husband. And I was put on leave the next day and then i was fired for a bunch of bogus shit i mean that is hot damn yeah um, again no dirty laundry but you know hey she was a whore right. and slept with everybody anyway so i had a horrible boss who wanted nothing like she hired me but then she wanted nothing to do with me like she ignored me like left me to the wolves basically and there was a guy who sat near me and he, like, he, we, we would banter back and forth and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to shoot you with some rubber bands. Or I'm going to bop you with a lollipop. Knock it off. Mm -hmm. Somebody turned around and was, said that I was creating a hostile work environment. And she yeah. wrote me up. I was like, yeah. for saying I'm going to shoot you with a rubber band? Or I'm going to bop you with a lollipop? Okay. Oh, yeah. But, like, other people, other people are allowed to say I'm going to cut you. Right. It's like, um... Is this pick on me because of me? Like, do I have a target on my back? And I did. I had a target yes. on my back for a while. Yeah, me too. I just didn't see it. Yeah. Until it was too late. But anyway, moving on. Um, Let's see. So this one is actually from my boyfriend, Nat. Try that again. My boyfriend, Matt, Matt who was in the Navy. That was kind of Navy. a combination. Yeah. In the Navy. Navy. In the Navy. Okay. Um. By the way, the Army won the Army-Navy game, just in case you're wondering. Um, my I almost said Nat, hoorah. <laughs> hoorah. Hey, that works. Um, Wait, I know. I thought hoorah was the Marines. It is. Whether you're saying hoorah or hoorah, it's okay. Okay. Well, I know anyway. nothing about military. Okay. So my boyfriend, Matt, knew the military wasn't going to be easy. When he got to his ship, his chief made it not suck. They had their jobs they were supposed to do, and when they got them done, they could go home. Unfortunately, Chief injured himself during a tour and re was replaced a bit later. The new Chief decided they needed to go in an hour earlier than usual and were supposed to stay until at least 4 p.m., whether they had work or not. He would give a list at the beginning of the day, and that list would be completed by 10 or 11 every day. They couldn't go home at lunch because he had to dismiss them to go home, but he couldn't be found until late in the afternoon. Where he would show up with another list to be completed before they could go home. If he had given them the second list earlier in the day, it still wouldn't have been done. It still would have been done by two, as it 
was the way he did things. They had nothing to do throughout the day, but pretended to be busy. And they had to stay until three or four in the afternoon to get everything done. Eventually someone took pity. um, Some took pity on the others and did the work so that everyone else could go home. They still ended up being trapped on the ship until later in the afternoon. He would quit, but it was the military. So because of this, part of it he ended up in a psych ward twice before they let him out not to mention all the work would be done by him and one other guy and after work they would have uniform inspection and they would be yelled at for not having a spotless uniform or looking rumpled so they had to after go through done a whole bunch of work yeah cleaning the ship making sure everything's stocked you know labor and then they would get yelled at for having their uniforms not be up to code God, I hate... <clears throat> so I think this one is posting at, right at the end of the year or at the very beginning of the year. So if you have a crappy boss and you hate your job, quit your job. Just yeah. fucking quit it. Just <clears throat> be done. You can find, find a new job. One. The yeah. universe will work out for you. Yeah. Like, some of these people, I'm like, how are these bosses still breathing? Because they'd be doing it through a broken nose if... I had my choice. Like, seriously? Totally. Are you kidding right now? Exactly. Okay. And then this last one is from my roommate and Matt's wife, Juliana. Um, she was actually let go from Walgreens. And this is a very common occurrence. So I know the people out there are going to understand. She was let go for not having child care. This was the same boss that made her climb on a ladder when she was eight months pregnant, stock a shelf. This one pisses me off because child care in America is already so freaking tough. So many parents are already working just to pay for child care. Exactly. And the day that she doesn't have child care, you're going to fire her because of it. Like, like child, child care in Evansville is atrocious like you have to like you have to put yourself on a waiting list before you even pregnant good lord like it's a mess like there are not enough daycares and the daycares there are are not that great it's terrible yeah and unless you have family or friends nearby that can help take care of the kids it's rough it is it's rough i mean even in pendleton sarah and ayla watch each other's kids all the time Waylon's actually old enough now to be home alone by himself, but he doesn't like to be. Yeah, neither does Addy. So, yeah. Um, As a boss, you should be open and available. Employees should be able to come to you with any issues they are having and trust you to keep them private. Always be on the lookout for these terrible humans. And if you get the chance to become a boss, make sure you do it correctly. Yours might be the next story that somebody reads. That's true. Yeah, man, <clears throat> I have had some crappy bosses. There was one that I had when I was working at a place in Beaverton that she led the department with fear. Oh, Everybody yeah. feared her like they were t- they did not want to feel her wrath because she was so condescending, so sarcastic, walked around the place like she owned it. And she was just a she was a piddly supervisor. Did she, she didn't actually do... was she one of those that like actually knew what she was doing or yes. like okay. She See, knew her my, she knew her stuff. My lieutenant at the sheriff's office, she did the same thing, walked around like 
high and mighty and everything. She's never been a dispatcher. She has never sat her ass in that chair ever. Yeah. No, I mean, she knew her stuff. Like she was, she, she knew her, she knew her department inside and out. She could perform any job in that department. Like she's good, but she's and she a reminded you of it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> I she's hate major people like bitch. that. Yeah. There was also, I didn't put it on there, but there was, um, at the Pendleton Walmart had a new manager, short, stocky guy, relatively good looking. I was going through the line at one point in time and he decided or something happened with my transaction. So he came up to assist the cashier and Mm -hmm. he stood way too close to her. Like awkward. He was, he was rubbing up against her and like, she was trying to squeak out of the cash register, like as far as possible. And then when he gets in there he like scratches his nose and then reaches down and adjusts himself right in front of me. It was not covert. It was, he was not shy. He literally was getting up in there digging around and I'm like, I don't need anything. Thanks. I'm out. I'm like, I don't God. want to touch what anything after this. <laughs> like men literally like Sorry, Mark, I love you, but men, like, adjust their balls and their penis all the fucking time, and it is so gross. They don't even know they're doing it. Like, I will do a funky, twitchy walk to, like, adjust (laughs) my butt with my pants so that I'm not grabbing anything and looking inappropriate. But men are just like, oh, man, my testicles are in the way. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Matt never does that. I have never noticed Matt do that. Ever. It could be because you have you have blindness and you just don't notice it. But like I live with that or he just he wears very comfortable, breathable unders of some sort. And apparently the boys do too, because I have never never. Wow. Yeah. But like I've seen so many men just like crotch grabbing and adjusting. I like I don't know if they do it subliminally subliminally subliminally. subconsciously yes or if they're doing it because like it's a power move i don't want to think it's a power move i think they're doing it because they just don't notice and they just they're like my balls itch i gotta scratch them right i gotta scratch them (laughs) i you know i mean i will adjust my bra or scratch like the side of my boob and not think about it Mm -hmm. like i'll do that but i mean a lot of times i'll even like do like the, the weird like Ah, uh, yeah, the arm stretchy, <laughs> right? Or the weird, like in the front, and oh, uh, and trying to like adjust my bra because it's uncomfortable and I hate them. The other see, day, I, will just I told down and adjust. I don't care. <laughs> see, see, women are about their boobs, like men are about their balls. Yeah. Boobs and balls, we don't care. We'll play with them. Um. <laughs> The other day I was adjusting my bra and I was like, Addie, may you never get boobs or may you get them very late and may they stay small. And she looks at me and she's like, where did that come from? And I'm just like, well, I was adjusting my bra and it's uncomfortable. She's like, mommy's titties itched. (laughs) She's like, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't, when will I get boobs, mom? And I'm like, hopefully around 16 or so. (laughs) She's like. And then she like, later that night when she's getting into the bath, she's like, I don't have boobs. <laughs> it happens overnight. So, yep. It really no, does. One day I was helping Trista she's bathe. She's flat as a and, surfboard. Yeah. So was Trista. One day I was helping Trista bathe and she's a little girl. And then 
I was uh, at the house. I had just moved in with them and she was taking a shower. Excuse me. They were taking a shower and the loudest crash happened in the bathroom. I'm like, oh my God. So I go rushing in there and she, they're laying in the bottom of the tub. I was like, baby, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, I'm okay. I was dancing and I slipped. And I'm like, so I'm like checking her ribs because she hit the side of her rib cage against the, the bathtub. And yeah. I was like, when Jules got home, I was like, Trista has boobs. <laughs> She goes, I know, when did that happen? Like, it just, very quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I have not cried at any of Addie's milestones. I've been fine with all of them. Until she changed to her big girl bed. Then I cried. Uh, then you cried. I, prob- I probably won't cry again until, she, like, I take her dressing for her, like, first formal get dress. And, like, mm-hmm. I see her her boobs. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> When did that happen? Right? Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I, I want her to take her time growing up. I don't want her to, I don't want her to slow down because obviously you can't do that. But I definitely want her to enjoy the stages of her life and not be in a rush to hurry and grow up. Speaking of going back to horrible bosses, have you ever had that slimy boss that like, like a sleazy boss? Too close? Yeah. Touches you um, where he's not supposed to, you know, like. That that one, okay, you need to keep your hands to yourself kind of boss? No, I worked for this woman in Eugene, and she had a boyfriend who was, like, this sleazeball. Um, and, like, he was always around the place, and because he was dating the boss, he was, like, he would oil himself around the office, powered by his vast amount of semen. He was just dying to ejaculate all over the place. <laughs> Sorry. All right. No, that that pretty much describes. I've never had one of those. Thank God, knock on wood. Um, right. My my manager. Um, she she has proximity issues, hmm. to say the least. Like one point in time, I called. Does her she over, have like, a reverse hey. space bubble? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I hate like it. she hit me Can in the head one with of her boobs a couple of times. I was like, ow. <laughs> like, could you control those things? <laughs> Like, yeah, people who have reverse space bubbles bit. crack me up. My friend Ashley also reverse space bubble. Like I would walk, like I would walk a little bit further away, and she would walk closer in, She's and so I would weird. like, like she had to keep you within a specific distance at all times. <laughs> Kimmy had the same problem. Like one time we were at a bus stop, and it had snowed, and there was snow on the ground, and so I was walking, like, and Kimmy just kept following me, and um. <laughs> Finally, I said, Kimmy, look at the ground. And she's like, what? And I was like, look at my footsteps and look at your footsteps. She's like, what? What? I was like, you're following me. <laughs> like, you have a reverse space bubble. Right. So. All right. So that's the end well, of Well, good story. times. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That was good. That, that led to some great banter. So hopefully yes. everybody enjoyed that. Um like me describing a man who's powered by a vast amount of semen yeah so yeah that's a that's a visual Mm -hmm. Uh, okay so thanks for joining us in the rabbit hole hop in next week when we tumble down again if you want you can follow us on instagram to see what stories are coming up our name is like rabbit holes if you have an idea and want us to research it, email us at likerabbitholes at gmail.com. Whatever podcast player you listen to us on, please drop us a review or star rating. Always remember to have a wonderful morning, 
night or afternoon. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. And Happy New Year. Yes. Happy New Year.